I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. We are Absolute Radio, and right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolutely tremendous. Uh, that was Slade with Hear Me Calling. I think when I got this job, that's what people expected me to be playing all the time, was it just <laughs> non-stop Slade. Yeah. There's a certain uh, stereotyping goes on. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so let me give you the line-up. There's me, Frank Skinner. Hello, Mr. Radio. Um, there's Hello, Alan Cochran. And there's Emily Dean. Um, sorry, that was the only one I had for you, Em. It seems... You know, I'm very happy with my sound effects. Well, you're brassy. <laughs> yeah, I am. And that was that was brassy, so yeah. I, think, I think we're on. Um, we're on uh, Absolute Radio, still. <laughs> and um, it's Saturday morning. And uh, you could, if you want to text us about anything, I know we haven't really said anything yet, but maybe there's some big Slade fans. Well, that's how conversations start, isn't it? We don't have to have mm. said anything. People could just say something Yeah, they us. could start. I like the idea of them starting, yeah. Oh, um, we can't wait for them. Because that will be terrible radio. Apparently, <laughs> when you go and study radio at the Radio Academy, they tell you never to call the audience them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them feel other. Yeah, but I said so, them. So, I, I, you, you is what I mean. Um, you can text us on eight twelve fifty, and I look forward to hearing from them. Me, <laughs> Frank, you, Alan, and I are feeling like you need to get something off your chest this morning. Yeah, yeah have you got any Vic Vapor on? <laughs> um, no, I've been watching um, intermittently this week, and that's not the name of a, a, a new Kieran Knightley emotional movie. It's, uh, it, I've been watching uh, Red or Black. Mm. Oh yeah, on the t- I don't know if you're aware of Red or Black. It's a con- it's, we have actually talked about it on the show before when the original idea was yeah. uh, mooted. We talked about what it would be like. But I don't think any of us, for one ex- for one moment, thought it would be the glimpse through the gates of hell that the programme has turned out to be. <laughs> I think it's quite significant the colours red uh, and black are the colours of the devil. <laughs> and indeed, Nazi Germany. Not a fan, then. <laughs> um, I tell you what Simon Cowell has done. He's looked at um, the success of The X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, and he's thought, do we need the talent part of this? Yeah. Can't we just have... Like 50-50 guessing. He probably thought, think of the popularity. What's a really popular game? What about heads or tails? Perhaps we could get a theme on on that. (laughs) And they even have people, you have the heartbreak stories that you get on the talent shows. You know, yeah, you know, my... uh, With Adele music, Frank, playing underneath while they're crying. My wife was born with three heads. And, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and uh, the, a million quid would really, you know, really help us and mm. stuff like that. And then they either say red or they say black, rather than they're either good at something or bad at something. Yeah. Now, there might be people at home saying, but this is a great chance for the ordinary people to have a million quid. Yeah, but um, that's, that's Lovely not... people that have won it. Um, yeah. And um, you know what I particularly... Like the lottery in that. There's something about money that seeks out the um, the... What was he called? The Lotto Lout and all those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. It does. I'm starting to think that. It's made me feel very differently about Ant and Dick. Has it? Has it? Because I, I, I'm wondering... Do you think it's dented their brand? Um, well, to me now, they represent pure evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're going to need a J-cloth, because... Uh, 
right. <laughs> Someone just spat tea across the studio. You know, those, those, are, those early flickerings of, you know, the, uh, the occasional strange viewer phoning and, uh, uh-huh. you know, money going. I thought that was just, it was nothing. I'm now starting to think that Ant could be short for Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> and Deck may be December, you know, the end of days, the dark times. I... I do. I think they're presiding over the, the death of, of British society. When I, you say I, it's made you feel different about them, I have had a similar thing, but uh, on a much more minor scale. Because okay. I turned it over, and I, I don't really understand the programme, but I don't think that's... Hold on, I don't What do you understand? <laughs> well, it's not a tricky format. <laughs> but it is, though, It's it? red it's or black. Mishmash. Yeah, I get that bit, but uh, they don't really... Uh, anyway, anyway... I don't really get even the layout of the show, and I've turned it on a couple of times. Um, I've had a lot of nights off this week. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I've turned it over a couple of times, but I seem to be getting to the live bit, and <laughs> they do a weird thing where they, they say the people's jobs, but instead of saying, he is a X, Y, or Z, whatever his job is, it, there was a weird moment where I turned it on, and Ant was saying, and we've got our accounts manager, and I was thinking... <laughs> Oh, you don't want to have the staff on the telly? How vulgar! Yeah. And then the next person was our full-time carer, and I was thinking, come on, lads, you're 19 now. You don't need the care that you used to need, surely. But it seems it feels weird that they don't say Dave is an accounts manager from Chelmsford. They say our accounts manager. Yeah, but that's because they have been embraced by Lucifer. No, they're, <laughs> they're, the souls of the contestants belong to Anton Dick. See, I think there was what, one, can I just say, there was, can. in case you doubt this this thing, that this is the devil's work, yeah. one of the things they had, um, what they called Il Devo. Oh, Il Devo, The man yeah. from Il Devo, and in order to decide whether it was red or black, they had to pull <laughs> feathers out of an angel's <laughs> wings. <laughs> How much... Imagery, do you want that this is the work of the devil? I honestly think that this is a, a filthy, vile virus at the centre of British society that will bring us all down. I think Anton Deck should be hung up like Mussolini and Claretta Petucci. Well, we're out of the blocks this morning, aren't we? Well, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> they Sorry, should call yeah. it, I think, a much better idea that Red or Dead. And then Ant or Deck has to shoot someone at point-blank range. <laughs> and then armed police officers are waiting to take one of them off. Much better idea. Well, they could, the last show could be called Ant or Deck. <laughs> and then, and with a sort of a human cannonball set up. <laughs> and whoever picks the wrong colour has to go in. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're both immortals. <laughs> so it wouldn't make any difference. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about Red or Black, which is a very popular <laughs> TV show. Much talked about. And as Em was just pointing out, people don't... Actually, I said all they have to do is choose Red or Black. Often they don't even get... Oh, the, you don't get the choice. They go, oh, I'm so sorry, Red's gone, so you're stuck with Black. You're going you're to have okay to with that. that yeah. They've got no choice. It is like heads or tails, but one of those coins that's got two lots of heads on it <laughs> for magicians or something, isn't it? What is it? <laughs> He said to the, this one bloke, he said, uh, I'm so, you're going to have to be black, how, how do you feel about that? And he said, oh, I was, I was, I was, my intention was to, to be red. And the, and the audience went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of drama? Why, are the pe- why do the people cry as well? They go, I just, I just wasn't me. I thought it was going to be my day. And my number, it, didn't, it didn't work out for me. Well, and then they say they've the, made good to friends. the old actress there, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I was... My, my, the throat, old. my throat's tightened a little, just... I can right. tell you why they cry, because they need medical attention. <laughs> they are not well. 
they're on a game that they have no control over and they think they've got a strategy. That's yeah, He said to us, like, what's, what's your strategy? strategy? Well, I'm going to wait until you give me a colour that doesn't represent anything and then I'm going to go home. I think there was a producer who thought, this deal or no deal, it's a bit too highbrow. <laughs> Need to <laughs> simplify. Anyway, we can't go on about this, but I have been oh, I've been can't. shouting at you. Have you? I've been really. Sh- you know, when you're someone you're telling, you really yeah. shout at. Yeah. That's what I've been like. Well, it does. You see, I have had a bit with Deal or No Deal as well. Never watched that. Have either. you never watched it? Never watched. It. I've been waiting for Red or Black. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's no point because I know there's something bigger and better coming along. <laughs> yeah, I think Deal or Deal was um, the sort of John the Baptist <laughs> to uh, Red and Black's Antichrist. <laughs> At least they've created the cunning authority figure of the producer. Yeah, that's... The I banker. Like that. Sorry, not the producer, the banker. Oh. Do you think there's anyone on the on the end of the phone? The banker. No, there's a nice producer with a nice house in Chiswick with two kids. It's that's Harry on Hill the off TV, but they're probably <laughs> the end of the phone, isn't I, it? I think Noel, uh, I think Noel yeah. makes it up. I just think he just picks up... A, he presses a button. I used to have this on Fantasy Football. You press a button and it rings, and then you, oh, right. you do a mythical conversation. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I like one of those. I like the idea of you shouting at the telly, though, Frank. Oh, God. You, I, I imagine the cockerel shouts at every, oh, yeah. more or less yeah. everything on the I telly. Don't, I don't. He's an angry I, man. I'm, a, I'm not an angry... I turn it off quite a lot, but I've kept red or black on because, uh, obviously, in my duty as a broadcaster, I have to have a finger on the pulse of what the public is speaking about. Yeah. Um, and for a little while... And when while, Armageddon just, comes, yeah. you'll, you'll recognise the signs. <laughs> I need to know, yeah. So I've, uh, I've had a little look at it. There was a point where I was watching it and I caught myself plucking my own nostril hairs... I don't know if this is... Who normally plucks them? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is I don't normally... This is this week's question. <laughs> Who plucks the cockerel? Yeah, text <laughs> <laughs> but I did realise, because sometimes if you pluck a nostril hair for long enough, you will sneeze. I don't know if this oh, is... Oh, yeah, a... oh, and cry. Yeah, and I, I wasn't sure whether or not it was going to be the left or the right nostril, and I thought, this could make a round on red or black. They could paint me half and half. <laughs> And that could be, you know, television, but it wasn't. That's an excellent Uh, idea. But I I shout quite a bit at the telly. I've shouted... uh, Weirdly, I I used to shout quite a lot at Loose Women when it first started. Oh, did you? Oh, you mean mean, the the TV (laughs) programme? I mean the television (laughs) programme. You weren't just telling them to move along (laughs) from outside your house. (laughs) Some of the the lesser areas of northern England. (laughs) Repent! Repent! I don't think I'd be <laughs> cheapen, cheapen, <laughs> lower the prices. Um, but uh, but now I, I feel like it, it's become kind of just part of the thing, hasn't it? But when it first came on, I remember being kind of a bit offended because it seemed like it was setting back feminism so far. Going, all right, is this what we've? we fought for that just really? you shouted at loose I see I rarely shout at anything that early in the day <laughs> <laughs> I have to get worked up yeah about 9pm for red or black 8pm <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm ready I'd like to know what our listeners shout mm. at on the telly that's what I'd like to know but how are we going to find that out I have no <laughs> idea <laughs> I was going to go out of that number. then, just into, into the adverts, but then I thought I don't want to end it like that. No. It sounds, cliffhanger, sounds, isn't it? I went, can I tell you this, on the, on the subject of plucking nostrils, I had my hair cut yesterday and, and the guy, um, I said, can you, have, can you give my uh, ears a bit of a once-over? And he said, well, sorry, I didn't notice. Uh, he said, the, the air in your, in your ears is actually blonde. 
So I've got um, my ears are oh. blondes, as it oh. turns out. I'm thinking that they might be perhaps Scandinavian. How <laughs> 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 oh, oh, odd, though. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I've had the, 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 the hairs on the right one. I've had um, moulded, you can see. You see that? Into a sort of a Hulk Hogan moustache. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank, you've had some texts in on 8.12.15. Hi, Frank the Cockrell and Gorgeous M. They said it, not me. Mm. They did. did, did. I shout at people on Antiques Roadshow who are thrilled at a low estimate for their treasured possession. Oh, I've shouted at that as well. They are are complete liars. That's Gary and Somerset, by the way. Yeah, they they are... uh, they're gutted. You can see they're totally gutted. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd say that's worth 200 but Oh, really? Uh, £200? Yeah. Thinking it was £2 million, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I have the other, the reverse of that, almost, when people go on those daytime programmes to sell a thing in order to pay for their conservatory or whatever, and you go, well, you're never going to get the best price on a television programme, are you? Just sell it yourself. There's, pe- there's people now who work 40-hour weeks raising at you, shouting at yeah. the radio, and I think it's all right for you sitting watching your... Daytime television. Oh yeah, yeah. I work nights. <laughs> Doubt pit. <laughs> I work nights. <laughs> uh, I like to shout at countdown. Someone has said four, three, six. Frank, I like to shout at countdown. That clock seems to take forever nowadays. From Alan in Dalkeith. <laughs> Dalkeith. <laughs> that clock seems to take forever. I, I like shout the at... fact that it's slowed down over the years. Yeah. I shout at countdown, but since they've changed Carol Vorderman, she's nice, isn't she? The replacement. She's the new so one. Rachel Riley. Oh, Gorgeous. Oh, you're a fan? Very, very attractive, I think. Oh. Yeah. Not that I've seen it often, but if I shouted, I couldn't broadcast well, bear that in mind. No. File, it, file it under type. You wouldn't shout, surely. You'd actually shout at a woman <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she, she's a very uh, big uh, Man United fan, apparently. Right Is, she? Is she? Is that, has that dampened your ardour? Frank, also, um, 8, 12, 15, very scary moment this morning when I made toast. The burnt colour on my bread created a haunting devil-like vision. It was the faces of Ant and Dec. Oh, there you go, you there see. Yeah, that's from 412. It's, we're laughing about this now, but I tell you, when it went, went slowly, this comes to <laughs> fruition. Oh, I believe it'll be on Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, when is that? When is the last episode? <laughs> this is Judgment Day, isn't it, according to you? <laughs> it's, there was, I must say, though, to, in defence of uh, Simon, and Kel, I watched um, The X Factor this week and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. And at the end, I laughed as much as I've laughed at anything for a long time. They interviewed Kelly Rowlands and she seemed to be like on the car park on her own <laughs> at the end. It was all dark. She was just on the car park talk, and like in a hurry talking about one of the acts. And I thought, Kelly Rowlands drives herself <laughs> to and from The X Factor. It, it, it certainly made my night. We're all different. We'll drive herself. <laughs> now, Frank, can I tell you what I particularly enjoyed this week? Was uh, Madonna getting caught... There was a bit of a kerfuffle. She was she was caught being rather ungracious. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? I've seen this. Well, she, her mic was still on. It was a bit of a did-you-smash-it moment, I'm afraid. <laughs> mm. It wasn't quite as bad as no. that. No. Gordon Brown moment. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. That, that bigoted woman. All in that area. Yeah. <clears throat> um... <laughs> But she said, a fan had given her these, these flowers, and she said, under her breath, she hissed, I think we can say, I absolutely loathe hydrangeas. And then she said, which I really liked, he obviously doesn't even know that. 
Yeah. As if that was the worst thing ever. Well, he, has, he, hasn't, he hasn't done his swatting off. He hasn't yeah. done his Madonna cramming. Calls himself a fan. He doesn't know my floral likes and dislikes. Get out of here! Hello! Hello. <laughs> I bet she said that after. But I've double-checked. It's not even on her Wikipedia page. Is it not? The hydrangea. Oh, really? I just love the fact that she's got a firmly held opinion about mm. hydrangeas. <laughs> well, I, I... Yeah, I, I don't have any firmly held... <laughs> Lilies sometimes make me cough a bit, but other than <laughs> that, I don't... Extraordinary! Yeah, they do. They're do overwhelming. But I think but it's is partly... that when you dry and smoke them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. But it's partly that Madonna's got that many X's that there's probably not a flower or a chocolate on earth that doesn't cause some kind of emotional reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you think people turned up at Madonna's with flowers? It seems unlikely. Yeah. And chocolate. gave me hydrangeas. <laughs> <laughs> We've had... I can actually say that yeah, she started... That is a set STD. <laughs> <laughs> We've had three bunches, Frank, in the install offices this week after this. Of hydrangeas? I think she started something, yeah. She's going to make hydrangeas cr- yes, cool. Yes, yes, I think so. But it's no, that's no, I mean, you, that's no way to receive a gift. No. I'm very good at that. That's something I do very well. Receiving gift hydrangeas. Gift reception. That's yeah. a, is that a hint? Uh, no, <laughs> gift reception is one of my talents. What's your system? I, well, I, oh, oh, there's a big system. Bear in on. mind, before you say this, yeah. every gift I've given you now, I'm going to think, oh, I thought she really liked it, but in fact she's got a... <laughs> I was just thinking it's the not, same. It's not that I don't like it. It's no, just no. That, <laughs> it's just that I feel the charade has to be gone through because I don't want to offend anyone. Right. So do you want to know the system? Yeah. OK. So when you receive the gift, gift firstly, I'd give it a little shake, a little comedy <laughs> shake, uh. just to show the sort of anticipation. They're excited. Always goes down well, that. Then when you get open, open very slowly, very slowly, don't do it in haste. Right. When you then open, I normally find at this point an OMG is good, an OMG <laughs> is called for. Do you actually say OMG? No, I, do, I, don't care, I don't care who's giving me the gift. I will always say, I'll go, oh, my God! Really? <laughs> Have I done that to you? Even it was... What about that prayer book you got from the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll come back to this. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to play one of my little old tracks. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Oh, sorry, that was... Uh, I don't like hydrangeas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was uh, the, the Wines with Take Care of Yourself. Mm. I love it. It's kind of... Kind of uh, it's like uh, the Everly Brothers gone weird. It is. That's... Uh, that will satisfy 417, who has texted in saying, could Frank play some music, please? Thanks. Uh, yeah, but what does that mean? Yeah, well, I'm worried that's a, that's a reflection on my gift reception anecdote. Will you all stop chattering? And yeah, could it mean we, does that mean we're talking too much? I mean, now it? we've introduced the idea of us talking too much to everyone who's listening who hadn't even stopped. Yeah. Now we'll get loads of yeah. people saying, just play non-stop music, like what they do on Absolute 80s. Yeah, well, if you want that, just change channel. No, that's what no, we don't, don't say. say that. <laughs> I've just felt there's a power surge. Um, just really, the temperature's gone down several degrees in the studio. No, don't stay with us, and we'll just make sure the talk is red hot. Yeah. Not it's black. About, it's, about gift, it's definitely not black. <laughs> gift reception. Gift oh, yeah. Reception. So, Frank, do you want to know the, the end? To my gift reception. Yeah, go on, what do you do next? So I was talking to you guys it, through... so Some of it is sounding a bit familiar from when oh, no. I've given yeah. you a gift. Well, I think the, this is what you did when you recently <laughs> got a birthday slash housewarming gift from well, the show. Well, there's an... Om- <laughs> so there's, we'd got to OMG, Frank. OMG. Which I've employed 
I, got, I actually did OMG when I got a second-hand Little Britain annual. I mustered <laughs> off an OMG <laughs> from my father. Thanks, Dad. Oh, I thought that was going to say David Walliam. <laughs> you Soaking wet as well. <laughs> he, he brought it by. Uh, he brought it by river. <laughs> I also employed OMG when I got a diamond necklace from James Coburn. Don't ask. Um, James Coburn yes. gave you a diamond. That, yes. that is absolutely brilliant. I know. Was this before Gavin and Stacey? Or after? <laughs> no, I know who James Coburn is. Good. It was a joke. Oh, good boy. He was in one of the Magnificent Seven. Gave was, you a, yeah. a diamond necklace. Yeah. Do you still have it? Yes, I know. Well, I lost it temporarily. I got in terrible trouble, but it was it was uh, rediscovered, so that was good. Yeah, oh, I bet there's a tale on that that we <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll hear tale. off air. Pawnbrokers in Streatham. <laughs> <laughs> the school fees are expensive. <laughs> then, so Frank, how you finish this off the the gift reception mm. is that when you have to pretend to be immersed in the gift. So everyone else is talking and you're carrying on. You love it so much. You say, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm just, I just love this so much. You keep looking at it. I, yeah, I've, keep I've, looking I've used at that it. one when you really stare at it because I can't look them in the eye often. They've given me a rubbish gift. You definitely did this, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> definitely So you shouldn't this. give away all your, all your little things. Oh, no. Don't you do it, though, Frank. Well, I've had a terrible gift experience this week, and this is slightly difficult to discuss because oh, no. the, the person I bought it for was in the room. Oh God! But it was a supplementary gift, so it's all right. It's a second. It was. It wasn't the is main. Is this your manager? Yeah. It's, it, it, well, it, but I, I, I decided it would be a good idea to get because he's a bit of a, a wine drinker. My manager. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> he actually lives on Waste Ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a time, you know, we had our golden days. But um, <laughs> I think my, I think my uh, British TV award is still in one of the 19 carrier bags he has with him at all times. <laughs> but I thought, I, I thought one of the things I could get uh, for him as a this present... This is a birthday, I see. No, no, it's our anniversary. Oh. Uh, we won't go into details. But um, it, I thought I'll get him a, a lovely decanter. Lovely see, for, oh. for the wine. Lovely. So I got it. It's a smashing, lovely decanter. Beautiful. Very mm-hmm. salad century. Uh, yeah, Love it. And I thought I'd get it engraved. And so I got it engraved. Lovely message. And it looked like it might have been done um, by one of the great apes with, <laughs> with a six-inch nail. <laughs> it was the most horrible, cheap, nasty piece of ink. Or it wasn't cheap. It was an <clears> awful. <throat> and I couldn't get any kind of a refund. Oh, no. The bloke said, "You know, that's um, you know that that's that's my best job." I said, "I'm over here, mate." <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to a, a, a pile of books on the on the counter. So um, so now I've obviously I've, I've got a, a, a something else, but um, it means I'm left now with a wine decanter. Bear in mind, I'm a re- recovering alcoholic mm. with a <laughs> wine decanter um, with with a message, a badly written message for someone else. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm, I, maybe I could use it as, as a bed urinal. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know about you, but I'm getting up in the night is getting a bigger chore <laughs> for me. And I was thinking about getting, you know, maybe if there's such a thing as a hee-wee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but the trouble is, I don't like the idea of um, my urine rushing past an affectionate message in the early hours. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a real disappointment. I just want to smash it up the wall. What I wanted to do when he handed it me, this bloke, was basically break it on the counter and then threaten him with the with the, the broken remains in my hand. Oh, Frank. Did but you smash it? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes our jobs. <laughs> Still, as always, talk sport. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Tom Petty won't back down. My motto. That, that, that's yeah. That's how he got his um, surname. Oh, I like that, Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank, we've had a text. Oh, Simon in Cambridge just bought tickets to see the fall for the first time, largely thanks to your enthusiasm for them. Well, that's that's great, isn't it? Yeah, that, isn't it? What's what, that's what Billy Graham must have felt like when people walked up to the front of his <laughs> things and said, I've, I've found the Lord. <laughs> that's brilliant. This we need Billy Graham now. We need him on BBC at the same time that <laughs> Black Already is on ITV this has been as, a, of, as a battle. Of the... This has been one of the most religious first hours we've ever done since... <laughs> I like I've the way got. Frank's now taking calling it Black or Red. <laughs> yeah. Illustrate his contempt for the format. Did I call it, did I call it Black or Red? <laughs> yeah, which I like. You referred to it as Black black and Red. <laughs> red and Black, you called it, which would be the next stage. No, that's... When Simon Cowell decides that the public are too stupid to decide between... <laughs> Just have to pick both colours <laughs> and still not win. Anyway, have we been too religious? Thanks We've for that warning. I'll, I'll no, lay off. I'll back off. I wouldn't tell you it was too religious. No, I can't tell you why I said red and black. Well, I thought I thought it was a dramatisation of the Stendhal novel, the red and the, the scarlet and the black. I heard that Psycho were working on one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very disappointed when I tuned in. We've uh, we've had a, a very good joke texted in by one three one. You know, you were talking about your decanter gift that you uh, that you got badly engraved by accident. Yes, uh, Frank, give your decanter as a prize on red or black. Decanter, oh. that brilliant. That is absolutely amazing. One three one. I'm going to marry one three one. That's how good it is. I think they are bringing out a, a sequel. Um, Ant and Dick to Red, which is a sort of a, it's sort of a, a basic mocking of the uh, Holy Communion sacrament <laughs> called Red or White, <laughs> in which they, uh, in which the, the wine is chosen and put into a dick. And uh, all right, <laughs> sorry, have I already backed down on my no more religion <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. first half? I'm just Think. thinking, would there be rosé for people that? Are- Caught in the middle. No, there's no, there's no grey areas no with Ant and Dick, not no anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that they are behorned nowadays. But on the uh, on the subject of the old decanter, uh, I, I was wondering if other people buy themselves gifts because I I don't as a rule. The one time I've had a go at it, I nearly got myself an iPhone right at the start of this year because mm. I was uh, I was approaching a birthday. And I phoned up Orange and was put off it because I got a call centre heavy breather. <laughs> you know when you phone a call centre and somebody's got their mic too near and they end up a bit... <laughs> 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 oh, that's God. what they're doing. And I couldn't make my mind up if the bloke was clinically obese and couldn't breathe silently or if he was just excited at Apple products because he was going, oh, I'll just check the tariff <laughs> for you. It's going to be about £36 a month. <laughs> I, it, it sounds like you've got the uh, Lancashire version of the Death Star. <laughs> it was too weird. It was. I was thinking on the phone. Your one job now is to not creep me out, and that is what you're doing. Yeah. And so eventually, I sort of left it. But I know somebody who last week bought themselves a Porsche as a present, thirty ninth birthday, and got himself a Porsche. That's. 
I can't remember if it was red or black, but apparently it took an it hour and a half. It would have been one or decide. the other. You yeah, see, yeah. I imagined all your friend were, friends were crofters and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. He's a dry stone waller. All that money he saved on cement, he spent on a flash car. <laughs> that was one of the other jobs on, the, on red or black. Somebody was, was it? a pig farmer, a pig farmer in Yorkshire. We've no. got our pig farmer in Yorkshire. I don't want to know about your animals as well, Ant and Deck. We've already met the rest of the staff. <laughs> no, but they've got lots of connections in the pig industry. That's where they get their blood from for the uh, the black masses the post-show black masses they conduct I love that that weird woman wanted to make a boxing film as well what? with the oh, money no, she was great. Yeah, what? She, she slightly ruined the format for them yeah, there was two people in the final and one bloke said well my family have had a really tough time you know um, while Adele I, sung in the background and I want to I want to help them out and the other woman said yeah I want, I want to make a, a boxing film basically about me and about my life <laughs> and the audience seemed to side with the bloke who was going to help out his family. In right. sort of yeah, back the wrong horse there. Yeah, they do. So, um... Yeah, I, I've, never, I've never bought myself a Porsche. Oh, see, I, I don't know if you can buy yourself a gift. Isn't that just buying something? Well, I, yeah. I was going to say, I, that's just life for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's essentially my day. But getting yourself a birthday gift or something does yeah. seem... A, it seems just a bit wrong. I suppose it's that thing of um, getting to a certain age where you go, well, I could leave it to other people, but I'm not going to get what I want, so I may as well just buy myself yeah. the gift. Well, I, you know, perhaps someone could have bought him a car voucher. Yeah. And then he could have gone and got a, a deluxe <laughs> car of his own. <laughs> Porsche voucher. Well, I, one of my most favourite gifts is a voucher of any kind. So I, I'm thinking they really? should have vouchers for, for anything. Really? Mm. And, uh, yeah, a Porsche voucher. That would be good, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, don't, don't you love it when you get, like, a, a book voucher and you think, I oh, know I get to choose? No. Yeah, just, just... I love that. You do? Mm. All right, fair enough. Well, we, we... <laughs> it's, it's a voucher, isn't it? The nice thing is, as well, it can go inside the card so you don't need the extra uh, present. Yeah, you save a bit on packages. You know when you used to get that, like, card from your Uncle Dave with a fiver in it, that kind uh-huh. of thing? I love that. Real money in the post. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like the the best thing ever. <laughs> My parents always got to it first, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Coleman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. Once again, I am caught mid-custard cream. <laughs> oh, no. I've got into this um, eating food because of the alliteration. I had uh, at Eat this week. You know Eat, the sort of snack? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had steak and stilton pies, and I chose that pie particularly oh. for the alliteration. Did you? Yeah, my mouth's watering. That mm. sounds lovely. That it is actually... Good. You're actually... Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> got a, right. got a tissue for I Emily. start to salivate <laughs> even at the words lime pickle. Every time... Oh, it's oh, gone where's, well, where's the alliteration in that? Oh, there's no alliteration. There's sort of an internal... Uh... <laughs> you don't have to have an alliterative pie, Frank, for it to work. Oh, I love an alliterative pie. Anyway, <laughs> pecan. That's a good one. <laughs> pecan pie. Um, you can text us on 8.12.15 for any, uh, anything. Frank, um, there's been a bit of cockerel action this week. Pardon? Oh, don't look at me. <laughs> well, the cockerel's got that webcam. Actually, Anton Deck of... <laughs> left one nailed to my door. <laughs> Dead. Is that relevant? <laughs> the agents of uh... Satan, for those of you who've just joined us. <laughs> that, that was on the news. It's not just very called... nice about their management, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, it's just come up on the news, apparently. Oh. Uh, they've been associated with uh, Lucifer, and, and, uh, officially. <laughs> um, no, this was a different cockerel. OK. This, he was from a different barnyard. This was uh, the eminent neurologist from North London. He's called Dr Cockrell, actually. Well, that's a good thing for, to call if he's a neurologist. Yeah. yeah. He's a neurologist slash chicken. But he, he's had a problem with... He had a problem with squatters. Did you read about this, Alan? They, I did see this, yes. Well, they there was an 11-strong group, the newspapers called them, which I liked. But they invaded his house. Love, lovely couple. Lovely house. Right. They invaded it. And um, they decided they left in the end, which was quite nice of them. Because they they felt guilty because his wife was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yes. I did see this, and I want you to know that... I, I, I mean, I don't normally look for stories about squatting, but somebody <laughs> somebody told me that he was called Dr Cockrell, and I was, <laughs> I was amused. <laughs> I think you'll probably start calling yourself that in a sort of Dr Fox <laughs> yeah. kind of way. Why not? Why not just pro promote myself? I uh, I liked it, not least because it said uh, the, the squatters invaded the £1 million home of a Harley Street neurologist, and on the pictures, it's just a normal three-bedroom, and uh, I imagine... Imagine people reading the paper in the north of England would be going bananas. Must wonder what the hell's going on. <laughs> That's what we pay up here. Yeah, but there's some funny pictures of the squatters leaving, and they've got bin bags on their faces with the uh, with holes ripped for the eyes and mouth, and it looks a bit like sort of the IRA at a festival or something <laughs> like that. It's, it's a bit of a weird look. It's a bit. It's like the outfit I wore for the last solar eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole thing through a bin bag. Did you? Yeah, you got to. You got to watch it retinas. Was that the medical <laughs> advice at the time? Yeah, well, you, you have to find a filter. I, you know, I, I don't have um, those kind of things just lying around the house. You click, you no. clips goggles. Well, why would a bin bag do it? You've got just because you know, it does. It's good. You can. I, that's a little tip. Anyone who's on off to a, a solar eclipse this afternoon, yeah. take a bin bag and watch through that. You could watch it through and a muslin gauze or something, couldn't you? And you're very likely to pull <laughs> yes. as well if you're sitting there in a bin bag with <laughs> oh, the yeah, eyes ripped out. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I love all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but these, yeah, they did look. They, they looked. They didn't look like poor people, the squatters. They no. looked to me people like who just had a gap year in Central America, well, judging by their clothes. Yeah. It's funny you should Damn. say that, Frank, because they ordered a taxi. <laughs> they got an Addison Lee. They got a taxi <laughs> to their next squat. They yeah, should have that... had a friend called Spider with a van. That's yeah. what a squatter. But it was nearby, wasn't it? It was only 300 <laughs> yards. They went up the road. So I don't think you're supposed to have your next squat lined up. It's not <laughs> supposed to be like that, is it's, it? Uh, it's rolled over the pocket like snooker. <laughs> I must have said, I mean, Jen, I, I don't mind squatters if they're in, like, public buildings, but I think in, exactly. in the private home. I, I must, I, if I'm going to be completely honest, and I'm not proud of this, I was reading this story, I read it on the internet, and I right. scrolled down, and I thought, this is outrageous, poor Dr Cockrell, this is wrong, and then when I saw him and his wife, and I thought, well, actually, she's a bit young for him, I'm starting to get on the side of the squatters. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, they should get what I've got, I've got an anti-squatter thing, I've got a sulfuric acid sprinkler system <laughs> that responds to marijuana smoke. Oh, well, that doesn't... So really... once they're in, now, within 25 minutes, they're... I don't think there's ever been a squatter that didn't smoke marijuana. That would nip that in the bud. Yeah. yeah. Your anti-squatter system was John Prescott, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. Um, he, he was your neighbour. He did live in the same block. Yeah. It's true. He just, uh, he just hit them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know about you, though. I, I, it, it's a hot... I'm not that keen. Not very keen on having friends in the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, they so could the, become squatters very easily. So yeah. the idea of some grobby 
junky students turning up when I'm not there and settling themselves in. I do find pretty horrific thought. You really did read this on the Daily Mail online. (laughs) (laughs) Grubby junky students. Yeah, but you know when you you got friends round and you can, uh, when it comes to half past ten, you can say the sweetest thing that you like to them, but it's impossible to end a sentence with, and now get out, without offending people. No. We are Absolute Radio, and right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. That's the fall with The Steak Place. Mm. There's probably probably people across the country buying tickets online now. I hope so. What, Thanks for The Steak Place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give them a bit of an appetite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank, could you clear up a query, please, oh. briefly? Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan... I was listening to some of the old podcasts and wondered if Frank is still wearing his underpants for two days running. That's Gary and Godalming. Um, Gary and Godalming, I like. I wonder if he has a steak and Stilton pie. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I stopped doing that. In fact, my mm. girlfriend wasn't aware of the fact that I wore them for two days on the trot <laughs> until she heard it on air. <laughs> and when I got back, she told me it had to stop. It was a bit of a deal-breaker, as it turned out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, she wondered what that crackling was in the uh, in the laundry bin. <laughs> so, um, oh my God! <laughs> so now I'm a, I'm a one a day man. I've had to go to Primark and buy in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have. I'm, I'm now just thinking of pork crackling being in your laundry basket. I'll tell you something. Did you, that's funny you bring that up. Now. Did you read that um, pork scratchings have become a, a superfood? No. Oh, have they? Yeah, you know, I, I've always associ- associated them with, you know, unhealthiness. Yeah. yeah. But apparently they've got... Um, it's this thing you were on about, um, Alan, the other week. They've got the right kind of fat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good fat. They've yeah, got good they, fat. they've got good fat, and Is there's no right? carbohydrates or sugars or almost at all in a pork scratch. Well, it's basically you know. Well, they're practically Atkins. Yeah, if you're very lucky, a hair. You do get the odd. Uh, I'd say one a bag. Yeah, yeah, at least one hairy one. There's, I like the variety. You also get, you know, some scratchings are they're hostile to being eaten. <laughs> it's like it's like eating a, a, a very salty knot and bolt. <laughs> really, you think no yeah. one could get through this, yeah. and then you'll have one like that. Where you're really strong. You have to suck it for ages. Oh, you have to suck it to yeah. make it moist. And then your next one, you think you're ready for that, and it's like eating lipstick. <laughs> It's the uh, savoury version of the Toblerone, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I like the deep analysis of the scratch. Yeah, yeah. But you know when you suddenly get the soft one, they go... Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> they just dissolve. That was a sound time. effect of yeah. somebody getting the soft scratching. I'm going to do it again. I was thinking, I didn't even see you press the button. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing them live now <laughs> with the scratching uh, sound effects. But so what about that? Trip co- down memory lane, it's ages since I've had a pork scratching. Oh. Ages. I don't generally like any food that has to be ripped off a pub wall. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I don't want that in my mouth. Uh, Cockroaches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, or me in the 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, um, the cockerel, I wanted to ask you, because wasn't... Not not Doc Cockerel. No, not Dr Cock. Do they call him Doc Cock? Dr Cock. (laughs) Doc Cockin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go on the cockerel. 
Um, didn't didn't Cockrell Junior Cockrell Junior? <laughs> Not easy to say. I is know it? CJ. I was about to call him. Yeah, yeah, we can call him. Oh junior. yeah, and it was Wasn't his first, his first day at school. Was his first day at school. Done the first week. Done the first week. It's all gone swimmingly. Um, uh, Has he gone swimming? He, no, he's not been swimming. Oh, okay. But he won't tell us anything he's done. When we pick him up, how was today? Good. What did you learn? Nothing. We just played. What did you have for lunch? Can't remember. Nothing. <laughs> Proper, like, little Where's boy. Where's he at school? DCHQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in training for spy. He's <laughs> very secretive, Giles. Well, it's funny you should say that, because there's a weird moment on the first day when I went to collect him. And the parents sort of stand outside a little doorway and the teaching assistant sort of stands there and so you oh. walk up and you say the name of the child. So I went up and there's a bit of confusion where I said, I'm I'm here for Cockerell Junior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then they sort of... Aren't we all, dear? But then the, uh, the kids walk out into oh. the adults. So it's sort of... It's a bit of a weird, like, hostages being released from an embassy <laughs> moment. I'm actually going to try and hothouse him into walking out with his hands behind his head like that. <laughs> but very strange. And then we went for a pint. <laughs> oh, with, with the Cockrell Junior? <laughs> Me and my wife and the boy. You didn't we went, take CJ into the We did. We went, to, uh, we went and had a pint and a bag of crisps. I was thinking, God, if, they, if this is how we are when he's four, what, what are we going to be like when he's in a difficult time at 14? <laughs> we, having liquid lunches. <laughs> is this why you walk to pick him up from school? Cause, so you can have a drink? Well, it's also because we live really conveniently close to the school and I am a bit tut-tutty about how many people are doing the school run. The catchment area is only a mile. Yeah. There must be a way that they could just walk it. Come on. I agree with you, Cockrell. It's, it's like a festival of bad driving down there. The mm. spatial awareness that people have not got near that school, well, honestly. Well, it's well, ladies, isn't it? I think for yeah, for the moms, for it's, it's licensed to, to part wherever you like, isn't it? That, that's oh, it. it really is. I can't I, bear that. I can't bear that school run thing. Mm. <laughs> can't bear it. <laughs> so no, but walk. when did you do a school run? Can I? <laughs> I, ha- I have to. I have to navigate these people when I'm going in to do a day's work. There was a fabulous oh. moment today when uh, <laughs> Emma. Uh, 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 we were talking about um, child names. Yes, and. Um, <laughs> Emma's friend was in the studio who's uh, who's pregnant and um and uh, em- and Emily mentioned the name a child's name mm. and uh, and this say. woman said oh oh god I like the sound of that and uh, Emily said you can't have that I'm keeping it for a cat <laughs> Don't use that as a baby name, Septimus. Yeah, I, I love That's the idea name. that the cat gets first first dibs. Defo first dibs. Oh, would you be first tibs? Very difficult. <laughs> Right. Very Ooh, difficult yeah. area. Who lives in a difficult area? <laughs> Dr Cockrell. Dr Cockrell, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, my first day at school, we were kept in uh, because of an air raid. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, obviously you didn't know. I, I can't stand them. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was uh, R.E.M. Orange Crush. <laughs> That I reminds me of when I was stuck in a lift with Cat Dealey. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'll tell you what happened to me. You know, I often talk on here about uh, the worry of um, the years advancing on me. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm. And um, I, I stopped wearing jeans recently because I thought they were a young man's game. <laughs> he did replace them with something else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, no well, new- I thought if I'm going to wear one pair of pants a day, I might as well show them off. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to hide now. No, so I um, now I wear a trouser now, and 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 this week I had a second. I mean, I'm steadily um, crossing out the 
opportunities. Mm. I looked at myself in a T-shirt and thought, you know, maybe I'm too old for a T-shirt. Really, yeah, Frank? Well. Is this what? a round neck, a round neck T-shirt? Well, you know, yeah, a classic tee. Oh, yeah. he's not he's not going down the cowl V V-neck. Oh, route. definitely not going down there. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not unless it, it it ends at my knees, <laughs> the V. <laughs> oh God! No, um, so I, I'm now thinking I'm, I'm basically left with uh, a, a suit as the oh. only thing I can wear, which has its pluses because <clears throat> you may not be aware of this, but when you do uh, a TV show, um, they often put you in a, a suit, and mm. you get to keep the suit at the end of it. I did a one-off show last night, lovely suit at the end of it. I did a pilot a couple of weeks ago. Got a nice suit out of that. So I'm getting a lot of suits. I'm going to give them, them some wear. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally racking them up. They're on a rack. <laughs> they sound racked up. Yeah. yeah. And I've got tie. I mean, I, 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 I get edgy about a tie. I'll tell you for why. Mm. My dad um, once told me he got in a, a big fight on a pub car park and uh, the man's dog uh, got a grip on his tie <laughs> and. Uh, it, it wouldn't let go of my dad's tie, and he said it, it was very restricting in the in the in oh, the ensuing combat. Yeah. It was nearly choking him while the bloke was hitting him. They operated as a team, that man and dog together. Well, in so, a way, beautiful, but yeah, in another dad way, didn't have the time to appreciate. <laughs> yeah. So Frank, so I'm assuming what, given that you have you've cracked out the hoodie today, it's mm. the, just in case anyone's wondering, it's the Cadfile. Shade of yeah, brown. Yeah, the, the brown, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But I think hoodies for pleasure and then um, suits for business. Well, what I was thinking uh, hoodies for paparazzi shots. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I like to see a contrast in a paparazzi shot. I could go for, I could take a leaf out of Britney Spears' book and go for the big drink. You know, the large, extra large Pepsi with, with straw. <laughs> yeah. Or in the, in the plastic container. Mm. Or a huge coffee, yeah. Massive coffees that they have. Yeah, and um, and bad skin, uh, <laughs> and, and have that for the paparazzi show. But I'm on about. I've got so many suits yeah. now. Just um, we're just wearing them all the time. Doing the radio yeah. show in a suit. Would you feel comfortable at this time of day in a suit? Well, this is something I need to uh, address because I don't. I don't feel don't quite comfortable in a. In a I, I mean, I, one thing I like about a suit is mm. I love. I love the um, the sort of pocket fest. Yeah, oh, but a yeah. suit, jacket, and trousers combined. Yeah, yeah. I've got a three-piece suit that has, I mean, a multitude of pockets. When you factor in a waistcoat, are you meaning suite? A three-piece suit. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's got a little waistcoat affectation. Is it upholstered? Is it? <laughs> I've got a couch covered in combat th- trouser pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you in a in a suit. Well, it's happened, let me tell do you. Do you perform in a suit? I do occasionally. I know it's honest. a personal I question, but you've gone for it. I see him in a sort of Pete Doherty, skinny tie, slightly indie kid. I've got um, I've got a smart mod-style suit, but oh. I've got others. I went through a phase, because I, I had almost the opposite of what you've got, of, of growing out of uh, T-shirts. I, in my early 30s, felt that it was weird and that I had an arrested development, that I couldn't relax in a suit and that I was immature and therefore I should conquer this demon... Mm. And grow up, um, and so I started wearing suits every now and again. Used to get them cheap in TK Maxx, keeping it real. Didn't get them free on the telly, um, <laughs> but uh, now I uh, I've got a few suits that I wear now and again. Mm. You know, sometimes on the telly, sometimes not. Just in life. But I'm talking about you know that Quentin Crisp said that what you should do is pick your style and then get rid of everything that doesn't fit you and stick religiously to that. Yeah, that sounds a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I, I'm on about wearing a suit. I mean, literally lazing around the house in a suit and tie. Oh. Well, you're going to have to get crumply fabric, aren't you? Well, it's, it's all right if it's crumpled. Corduroy. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> Frank, don't go T-shirt with suit. Very Saturday's manager. No, no, I'm not doing that. Do you know what I mean? No. I don't like that. Oh, no, T-shirt, suit, white trainers. You need to be playing bass for Krista Burke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't be reduced to that. Here's another one of mine. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. And the other thing is when you get a new jacket and the pockets are stitched up. Oh, yeah. It's That's like nice you've been locked out of your own house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't and, get it. And the vent at the back. You know the vent? Oh, sometimes they stitch yeah. the vent. They always stitch the vent. Occasionally see people that have forgotten to unstitch the vent walking <laughs> about, and you think it's like my civic duty to tell you you're meant to unpick that and get on with your life. I stitched the vent. I was working in um, <laughs> Romford A&E oh, when Ray <laughs> Allen came in with Lord Charles. He'd been assaulted. Oh, my God. So, um, well, you're a pretty little thing, aren't you? Lord Charles said to me, oh, those were the days. <laughs> <clears throat> Tell me, when you're outside of school now, do they still have that, like, metal barrier? Uh, that yeah. sort of scaffolding, mini scaffolding. What's that? Oh, I don't think we had we that. We had it to stop us running straight out of school into the road. I, I, I remember being, like, winded by that metal barrier. You no, used to physically run at it. There's proper full-on fencing now. It's, uh, fencing is everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> not, dear, it's GCHQ. Not, not with a sabre. <laughs> <laughs> we had a gravel drive. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, it's well, all health. I wish we had yeah. a sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> Gravel drive. Oh, speaking of um, drives. Oh yeah. What about this? Uh, did you see that thing about people are uh, making driving dangerous yeah. because of car accessories? Yes. Oh, I was incandescent with rage about this. <laughs> <laughs> What's candescent? A, a gay club in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was they wearing a, a suit with a t-shirt under it. Yeah, <laughs> that was your vent. <laughs> Unstitched. <laughs> they called Can it we move Frank, on? <laughs> ornamental clutter. They, they call, call it. it ornamental. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Frank, I'm talking. At, we're back in the car now. Back no, in I the know. Car. Ornamental clutter. That's yeah. what the AA called it. Things no. like baby on board. You know yes. they have yeah. those stickers. Yes. Trying to encourage you to drive safely because otherwise you'd crash into the person. Yeah. Um, and furry dice. Furry Which I do have. People st- do you still yes, have do you? them? You've got furry You had dice. to rush in there because you were about to be rude about the furry dice yeah, people. Yeah, I was just saved. I used that. to have Baby <laughs> on Board sticker, but that was when I was a vivisectionist. <laughs> <laughs> I drove um, past a pig farming lorry the other day that had Babe on board. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be a great one. Yeah. You should bring that out. That could be commercially viable. Yeah, yeah. It's a gap in the market, isn't it? Yeah, my other my other pigs a uh, pork <laughs> scratching. <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> of. My other pigs are pork scratching. <laughs> but the idea that he's only got two pigs—what kind of a pig farm would that yeah. be? I suppose yeah. if it's in a smart car, he yeah. might have to he might have to transport <laughs> them one at a time. <laughs> have you ever tried to get a pig in a smart car? No, I haven't. Yeah, what a party that was. <laughs> <laughs> We are Absolute Radio, and right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Oh, that was really good, Mario. Well, it's funny you should do that, Frank. <laughs> Not that funny, I've looking had, back. Well, actually it is. 
Because I've had a text in from Oliver Young. Is it just me, or does everyone who sings on Frank's songs sound like Frank singing? <laughs> oh, they're on to me. <laughs> All my choices are, in fact, me in a studio with some session musicians. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of them to break, and it hasn't happened yet. Um, well, I take that as a compliment, because I only picked the very finest of vocalists. Mm. So that is good. Um, what was we talking about? Well, cars. we talking about car accessories. Oh, yes. And just things we didn't like, really, in cars. Because I have a thing, I hate a coat hanger in the back. You know, oh, like, dear. oh, it makes me feel sick. But there is that <laughs> special kind of, I don't know, look, I'm never quite sure whether it's a hand thing to hold on to if you're a bit <laughs> frightened of the driver. Yeah. Or if you're supposed to hang your suit on it. Well, I'll tell you what, it's something that you'll encounter soon. If you switch to your constantly wearing suits, you'll, you'll be driving mm. in a suit. You'll well, need a driving oh, Frank, suit. don't do that. Why not? Don't embrace the hanger. It well, just looks very... It's very... I might have a suit stitched into the driving seat and just Velcroing. <laughs> How does that sound? You'll have to start saying, what are you driving these days? Yeah. And I don't want you to be that person. No, I, defi- I definitely won't be no. doing that. Oh, and yeah. also, if you're wearing a suit, you couldn't do what I do and uh, unloosen your belt to drive no. in setting. <laughs> don't you do that when you do this show as well? <laughs> I do sometimes. I haven't today. In Edinburgh, you said, it on... what did you say? I put it on driving mode. I put my belt on drive setting, yeah. <laughs> to do that because you don't have a sort of house of commons gut no it's but, all very, it's all the, very belt, the belt offers a ridge to dig in and uh, you know i don't like the discomfort i don't know about you but if i get in a minicab mm. and the bloke has got like rosary beads or something uh, like islamic beads or something mm-hmm. hanging from the uh, from the thing i always think this is a religious person <laughs> probably not as frightened of death <laughs> and that'll have a negative effect on oh, their driving. So there's Thanks. a time and place for atheists Whereas in your if, life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You that's, that's what you want. You want atheist drivers. When you see like the, the oh, those drivers has got the family, the kids, and that you think, well, mm. they'll be a bit more careful. Yeah, yeah. Baby on mind. Oh, I don't like those. I don't like those pictures. The cab drivers hang up sort of Holy Communion pictures. I don't like those. No, well, they can be a bit frightening. Yeah. Right? I, I agree. With you. I was thinking. I was on the motorway. Um, only last week mm. and I was thinking to myself wouldn't it be good if there was uh, when you did your driving test there was an IQ test as well mm. and only the most intelligent people would be allowed in the fast lane on the motorway and then not quite intelligent people in the <laughs> middle lane and then fools just had to stay on the inside yeah. lane it, I, I, there would be a lot less accidents on the motorway I mm. agree yeah. yeah, I thought you might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look to you for my support instinctively. As a man who does quite a bit of driving, yeah. That, but that, that sounds be, like a great plan. That would be perfectly reasonable, I oh, think. yeah. You know, I mean, if you go and buy... I mean, for mm. example, after I th- the morning after, I think, the third episode of, of Red or Black, <laughs> I, I went out to get a, a firearm licence. <laughs> and you can't just... You have to, um, you know, you have to, have to make sure you're of sound mind. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't offer any motivations. <laughs> I didn't even say I'd seen the programme. But, I, yeah, but you, you, you can't just go and get a, a, a shotgun licence no. just like that. So why mm. should you be allowed to... Drive at getting, um, yeah. What's the outside vehicle? line limit? Outside line limit about 120, is it? <laughs> <laughs> what's the? Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to drive at those speeds if you're an imbecile. No. no. Richard Hammond does. Yeah. yeah look what happened to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He ripped the bottom of his jeans. They're all ja- all ragged now <clears> at the bottom. <laughs> and he also thinks it's all right to wear a ragged jean with a black shiny boot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's brain damage and there's brain damage. If anybody should move to just wearing a suit all the time, it's, it's people him. like that. R- Richard you know. Hammond, Cut yeah. your hair. Yeah. 
All yeah. of you three. He but, uh, should, uh, I think you should move to wearing a concrete suit <laughs> and uh, go aqua. <laughs> That's my advice to... Uh, but on the car clutter thing, I, I find it weird when people stuff the back window full of teddies. And, oh, uh, that's creepy. And the, there's a, I mean, I'm glad to have read that story, because it, men- it put to bed uh, a thought of mine. You know when people tie a CD to what the rearview mirror? What is that CD thing? I've always thought that is insanity, <laughs> but it turns out there's an urban myth that having a CD on there stops speed cameras going off, which is nonsense. Is that, Everyone knows. Is that why they do it? I always assumed it was a coaster. You put hairspray on the licence plate. That's what you really want. <laughs> That's another urban what, myth. What, what puts me off um, teddy bears on the back thing is I think if I was involved in a... If they're on the back sill and mm. I'm involved in a terrible accident, yeah. I shoot through the windscreen. Yeah. It's going to be that moment just before impact <laughs> where I'll be overtaken by some teddy bears. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the last thing I want to be aware of oh, as, yeah. I, as I really smash heavy. into oblivion. <laughs> Well, if they're heavier than you are, surely. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, mortality on the road, I um, <laughs> I got in a friend's car the other week, and she had the first one I've ever seen. It's a black magic tree. Oh. Oh, oh that's uh, for the goths. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think it was a, a hearse special. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, have you ever heard of it? What no. flavour would that be? No. Uh, licorice. No, I don't. I, I, aniseed, maybe? I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, apparently when she bought the car, there was also uh, one with a red um, magic tree. Oh, so she had a choice? Yeah. Between what was it? I think it was, was it again, black or... <laughs> yeah. And, um... <laughs> yeah, when she looked in the passenger seat, lo and behold, there was Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> but I must say, well, that car it had, it had great horns. <laughs> so anyway, on, did he? <laughs> no, he doesn't need a seatbelt. The no, devil. No. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what, what's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> well, you don't want him coming through the windscreen with a trident um, held forward. No, there'd be a sort of a doing when he went in. Anyway, that's enough about that. Look, if you want to listen to uh, unbelievably, if you want to listen to more of this sort of stuff, <laughs> you can download not the weekend podcast. that will be available from Wednesday morning. Vicky Blight is next. Mm. Lovely Vicky. And I think we're just about done for the day. Now, I had a letter this week. Um, so that sound effects. That's not Radio 4. It's not a real letter. I've got a little bloke in a brown overall who does that. And uh, this is from Steve, the car delivery man from uh, Noak in Worcester. Mm. And uh, he says, I really miss you saying good day to you at the end of the uh, programme. And I don't like um, the end of line that you've uh, replaced it with. And, and since you've done that, um, life has been uh, less happy. So, um, I'm sorry to hear about that. Anyway, that, that's, that's about all from us. Um, end of line. <laughs> <laughs> we are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. 